Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen here with Dan Mangana and Alex King, and this is your Daily Dose of Happy. We're so happy you decided to join us today. David Strickle is off today, the stream of David. He uh, has some stuff he has to take care of, but he will be back next week. So uh, those questions that were hanging around, we'll just kind of hang on to them for another week. But guys, we get to do another day of uh, Thursday-type craziness, but we get to do it on Tuesday. Oh, snap. Bored of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't take much to get these guys excited, I'm telling you. <laughs> to get the whole thing started, we actually have a question from a listener that's sort of a generic question. This is from Avi, and Avi has written in before. He, he's the one who wrote in previously to the stream about um, how to deal with uh, uh, living in a, a – country and, and under a government that's very dictatorial, totalitarian, and so forth. Oh, I remember. Some, yeah. yeah, I got some good answers from the stream on that. Um, but he's got some follow-ups, so I figured, why not? Uh, how about if we just tackle about as a group here? He says, uh, a question for anyone. Lately, I have been reading lots of negative articles and videos on negative effects of social media in our world, where fake news and negative posts are literally changing the way humanity thinks. So what is your take on that? And how can we leverage uh, law of attraction to make social media a positive medium for change? Now, that's a challenging question. How do you do that? What do you think? Well, I think uh, the first part is definitely true that social media is, is causing us to think a lot of negative things because of what people are posting. But to answer that, I would say just block the people that are posting the negative things. It's as simple as that. Yeah, I was waiting for that one. Right. <laughs> Me too. Like I told you guys before, I thought this was like a two-minute question. No, no, there's nobody like, there's no dictate. You must see the negativity on right. social media. I don't post negative stuff. I post memes and inspirational stuff. Um, there are plenty of positive people to follow. It's a matter mm -hmm. of directing your power of choice. Yep, I knew it. Actually, we broke it. I thought it was going to be two minutes. We did it in one minute. So, you know, but at least it gets us started. Well, you we need don't... to get some more long-winded people on this show. We're just straight <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just at it. It's like, we're oh, like, okay. no, bye, Felicia. Anyways. Bye. So, um, no, but honestly, I think it, so we we started to watch the Social Dilemma documentary the other day. Mm -hmm. And then we stopped because... Um, I think Olga realized that she was getting scared. <laughs> oh, yeah, that one's got a lot of people freaked out. You're, you're, yeah, but, actually, I'm seeing it in the social media groups, in the, in the Facebook groups on Law of Attraction, people saying, what about this? What about this? On I social media. Let, the, so the Social Dilemma, it's a documentary that features, like, the person who made the like button on Facebook, like, the ex-head of Twitter and Google and Pinterest, and they're basically like, yeah, so this is what we're really doing with your information. Oh, this is what social media really is. That. Yeah. And there's like a guy on there that's like, 10 reasons why you should delete all your social media accounts now and blah, 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 blah. So um, there are some, there's I, definitely I, some content to scare you. My, my wife oh, no, no, I wouldn't want it. My wife was actually freaking out over apparently one of the claims that they made that uh, it, the the stuff that you post, your photos of, of yourself and so forth, they can use that to do facial recognition, right? Yeah, facial they, recognition software. They can. So they I'm do. sure they can, yeah. 
How do you, how do you think they do the the tagging thing? Yeah, of course. Right. It's, yeah. It's like, oh, is this your friend also? We didn't just use facial recognition. But, but the point is freaking out over it, you know? Why are we freaking yeah. out over it, you know? Mm. Okay. I'll I'll take it kind of out of the social media context. There have been mm. people in the government who for years have taken photos of everybody mm-hmm. so they can track them. Are you scared yet? No. no. <laughs> jinx, private jinx. Point. Can't speak to the same name three times. And, and what? That's the point. I mean, because you know nobody's scared by that anymore. The only thing that's scary about it for for the people who are allowing themselves to be scared is that it's new. It's just a new way of doing it. Yeah, but, but I mean, it's it, going out for years. It's just new. That's all. It's a different right. way of doing it. No, it's not even new. It's just you know about it now. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know about it. It's, it's just like all the all the social unrest at the moment. People are like, oh my god, I can't believe the world is. The world has always been this way. It's just you didn't know because you didn't have Facebook that sent information in a few seconds. And now you do have Facebook. So you do know that what is What going should on. really be scaring people is the fact that, like, you think of something and then it pops up in your Facebook ads and you didn't say it to anyone out loud. <laughs> yeah. That's what you should be scared of. <laughs> Definitely. That's cause for some scariness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Helpful on Amazon, not helpful on Facebook, though. Is it helpful anywhere? Sometimes, yeah. sometimes I forget what I thought before. And then I was like, oh, I do need candles. <laughs> like I said, helpful on Amazon, not anywhere else. <laughs> okay. You know, Daniel's face is killing me. <laughs> I don't make lists. I just forget things and then they come and to me. And just allow the computer hackers of the brain to, to do it. <laughs> Well, it, it actually does touch on a, a very important point. Who's in charge of our thoughts? I mean, we that's really social media. Well, that, but that's what we're always talking about when we talk about, you know, connecting internally and, and law of attraction and source energy. Who's in charge of our thoughts? Are we going with the thoughts that somebody else gives us? Or are we going with our own thoughts? If we're going with mm-hmm. our, own, our own thoughts, then who cares what they're doing? If we're going with their thoughts, well, it's going to be a bumpy ride. It's not going to be such an easy ride. So who's going with someone else's thoughts. thoughts? I think you should see a doctor. Okay. Unless that's what you want to do, in which case celebrate your manifestation. <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's all, it's all of choice. What do we choose? Yeah. We choose at all points, at all times. And we get to choose how we feel about it too. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now there are a bunch of people who are choosing to feel freak out and there are other people who are saying okay yeah next are they really <laughs> choosing are they really choosing them or are they slave to their unconscious patterns and behaviors that's which includes aforementioned freaking freak out? out some people do choose to freak out some people do but many i think are just well i'm, I'm gonna freak go out to- by nature <laughs> i'm gonna make the controversial point that the ones who do it by default made the choice they made the choice at an unconscious level, yeah, but they didn't make the conscious choice. Well, I don't know about that. I, I think that a lot of what people choose over and over again is a choice that they consciously make because they really don't know that they can do something different. It's, it's, well, it's, only, un- get- it's only something you can say unco- happened unconsciously when you finally become aware that your thoughts actually make a difference and then you still don't do anything about it. But we're running on our unconscious minds 90% of the time. That's what I meant. 90% of the time we're operating on unconscious 
at the unconscious level. We're not at a level of conscious awareness. Yeah, obviously, when we become conscious, we realize we're unconscious. The, con- the unconsciousness is given life by the consciousness. <laughs> Recognizing the darkness because of the light. But 90% of the time, we're running on the unconscious mind or thereabouts anyway. I think that's the first time I've ever seen Daniel confuse himself. <laughs> yeah. I, think said, I think he just said conscious too many times and he lost himself. <laughs> yeah, I, I got I got unconscious. <laughs> if, if you want to see me sticking my tag out of myself, you need to see us on YouTube. <laughs> and how do you see us on YouTube? You go to YouTube, search LOA Today podcast videos, look for our smiling faces, click down below to the red subscribe button, click next to the red subscribe button. There's a little silver bell and make sure you click it so you'll always be notified when we are live. That was a nice piece of teamwork, I have to say. That was really Thank well you. Fun. We work well together. That was an alley-oop. <laughs> that was an alley-oop of uh, subscriptional proportions. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, I'm going to I'm going to throw a little uh, fly into the ointment there because okay. uh, your your claim is correct 90% of the time or whatever it is, we're mm-hmm. running on unconscious thoughts. Mm-hmm. But all those unconscious thoughts at one point were conscious. Were they? Because 70% of our programs we get between the ages of two and seven when we're sucking them in unconsciously before we have an analytical function. See, I, I don't buy the idea that we, don't, we aren't unconscious when we're between two and seven. So, okay, so let's hear your argument for refuting science. This is interesting. <laughs> I, I want to see like, this one. I'm ready for the wall. I'm ready for the wall. I'm ready for the wall on this one. Is this wall bay right here? This is, this is the wall bay. Oh. <laughs> These are the flies going into the ointment. <laughs> oh, please, no flies, Joker. No, we don't need those. <laughs> We're just getting started. <laughs> Go for it. Let's hear it. I think, let's, I think let's, America's let's had it. enough of the flies for now, you know. So, mm-hmm. okay. uh, did, no, did, did just, I miss? Did I miss something from popular culture? About not flies? really. No. I, it, the VP debate, well, one of the I, a fly in his head, and that was a whole thing. Yeah. Just, it's not worth it. So me. democracy means so much that flies became the... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The flies got its own social media on every oh, platform. Oh, no. God bless you. It, it got pulled open on, social, on Saturday Night Live. I mean, that's how oh, big it was. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> the fly was the star of the whole entire debate. <laughs> and I have to say, it probably was the best part of the debate. I wouldn't know. I didn't watch it. I didn't either, but that was the one part that I saw, so I liked that one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh. to answer your question, I, I mean, I'm not going to try to claim any kind of scientific thing on this. Um, I mean, science concludes what it wants to conclude when it wants to conclude it, and it does it based on the evidence that it puts together. Um, I'm, I'm not against anything that they're saying along that line. I just believe, from my own experience... Um, remembering what I do remember about what it's like at that age and in my experience in interacting with kids in that age range, my take on it is they are so conscious it's ridiculous. There isn't, I mean, there's, there's always subconscious stuff going on, but my goodness, anyone who's trying to tell me that kids between two and seven are acting completely subconsciously has never interacted with kids between two and seven. I mean, it just seems so obvious. But are we, aren't we talking about the an analytical function, though, which impresses things in the unconscious? 
So between the ages of that, they're basically operating at theta. So there is no, there's no analytical filter. So everything just gets sucked in like a sponge. So maybe we should be clear, perhaps, on what we're talking about, conscious and unconscious, filtered and unfiltered. Because I agree with you, they're definitely conscious. I think they're super conscious. They are. But there is no filter in terms of what comes in. It's just just like hoovering up food. Oh, I'm not sure if there's no filter. I'm not sure I agree with that. I kind of do. I kind of, I I kind of defer to science. I don't think that's just between two and seven. But the analytical part of the mind, the the alpha and beta brainwaves start (laughs) getting produced around the age of seven, some earlier and some later. And that's when they can start to process information versus suck in information and just have it. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should get a child brain specialist of some sort. Or a child. Yeah, well, I'll go with small the humans. <laughs> I, mean, I don't see how small humans would be able to tell us what their brain waves are. We I'm can not see. Sure how, I'm not sure how large be... humans can. I mean, seriously. But, but true. You, you can you can you can measure it. It would be a two episode thing. It would be like we have the conversation with the child for episode one, and then analyze it after for episode two. But you can literally measure it. This is where I'm, I'm lost, guys. You can literally measure the brain waves. And whether they're theta, beta. Well, I don't alpha. have that machine. <laughs> so, all right. I don't so have me, that machine. Me... I have this opinion. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let me throw a question at you, okay? Mm-hmm. Science is able to measure these brain waves. Mm-hmm. How do we know which of those brain waves indicate choice? I wasn't talking about choice. I was talking about <laughs> filter. We're talking about whether we're choosing our thoughts or whether our thoughts are imposed upon us. To me, choices. Yeah, and and then we went over somewhere else about the brainwaves. Okay. Maybe we should go back to the beginning. <laughs> the fly. Welcome to LOA today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to me, that's the whole question. The question is, are we choosing at, at some point in time, are we making a choice? Because ultimately, I think we are, and those choices about what we're focusing on, what we're thinking about, are what become the subconscious and unconscious thoughts. That's, that, to me, that's by definition what they are. And there are no thoughts that, aren't, that don't start off consciously. And, and the way I know that is just based on the, on the theory that we all kind of subscribe to here, which is that source energy is pure consciousness. Mm. Pure consciousness means conscious <laughs> it's just that's where it all starts it all starts with conscious hmm. i can tell from the dead silence this is not going over very well no i was hashtagging so oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> am i crazy alex what do you think i mean it sounds legit i just think we have two separate conversations going that's what i think didn't we go back to the flies and consciousness? <laughs> I, th- I thought we went back to that. <laughs> I think, I think you're right. both right in your in each other's own conversation. That's what I think. Okay. <laughs> each conversation has a path of rightness. As does every. <laughs> well, it's like Abraham says: you you can't get it wrong, you'll never get it done. So we're both right, of course. At all times. I don't know how much I believe that. 
I'd be careful where who was given that superpower. Yeah, I get it done I'm all the time, right. and I'm well, rarely wrong. <laughs> what can I say? I'm always right, Walt said. <laughs> I, mean, I, didn't say, I didn't say there would never be any consequences. <laughs> <laughs> is, that your, is that your disclaimer, Mr. Walt? Uh, in a sense, yeah. Yeah, it's a disclaimer in the sense that every choice is an appropriate choice because we end up learning something from it, because we get we, we derive some value from it, even so when, when we choose okay. something that in the short term is harmful to ourselves, because or even then if, we're learning something from it. We're getting but, something out of it. I mean, from my personal experience, personal is in me making fudge-ups. You've got to draw a line on it. Otherwise... Mm. You'll end up in prison. Or you're repeating first grade for the rest of your life facts yeah and not advancing i i just i just i've seen again in my own personal life not moving forward on something because i was caught up around the loop of oh it's another lesson oh yeah the lessons oh yeah (laughs) i'm totally i'm in the river of change around this one (laughs) i i pull my i I pull my, my peaks up on this all the time the whole in the river of change or get onto the riverbank of your transformation, bro. Like just, just, <laughs> just cross. Again, I'm speaking personal experience of me looping around mistakes over and over and over and over again. I think first time's a lesson, next time's a second chance, and after that, you just messing up. Well, after that, you're in two by four territory. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I, I personally, I've seen way, way, way too many times in my own experience and people I've worked with, people I've learned from, people I've seen on their journey, this whole thing of the unconscious mind sneaking in, you staying in the same place on the illusion that your lessons or you're growing, you're not growing, you're doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over again. Does that so, make sense? I mean, it sounds to me like you're arguing that they are victims of their own subconscious minds. No, it sounds no. like they're insane. No, but, but that's insanity, doing the same thing and expecting a different result. Exactly. But, but when you put it in a different package, it's like someone goes to eat the same thing every day and puts it in a different box and wonder why they're still having the same allergic reaction and end up in the hospital. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. So if we put this in real terms, let's say, for example, um, you like to date douches. You don't really want to date douches, but you keep going for the same kind of guy or same kind of girl and then saying, oh, yeah, mm -hmm. Uh, you might say that I'm messing up with my relationship choices, but I learned a lesson. (laughs) I'm in the river of change around my relationship. I'm Uh, growing. It's like, really? Growing into a douche who dates douches. Really? (laughs) Like making the choice to cross the road without looking and getting hit by a car and then recovering in the hospital and going back and saying, well, I learned the lesson. I'm here to learn it. Cause for me, a, a law has to be applicable across the board. Otherwise it's not a law. It's not a rule. Right. So we have to then, we can't really call it. Oh, every time you do that, you're learning a lesson. We can't really make that generalization because there are these examples that say that generalization doesn't really make much sense. So in your mind, the collection of evidence does not, equate to the learning of a lesson. Is that what we're saying here? Yeah, I'm, I'm saying you don't need to do it more than once. Or, you learn it. 
well, sometimes well, yeah. we need to do something a couple of times to learn it. But there's a difference between, oh, I'm here consciously, consciously aware, I'm entering to this space in order to make a choice to learn versus, oh, I'm here again. Oh, I'm here again. Oh, I'm here again. Oh, I'm here again. Oh, it's a lesson. Oh, I'm here again. Oh, I'm here again and not doing anything different. Right. Because I think the first time you would learn your lesson, you would learn to look both ways as opposed to just crossing the street again. Or maybe, or, maybe, or maybe you do need another one, right? Maybe another one serves you. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, learning languages. I've been learning um, Russian, as you know. I don't get every word first time. Sometimes I need to redo that lesson in order to learn. But I'm going in with the, pros- with, the, with, the, with the intention of learning the lesson, not... Mm-hmm accidentally doing the same lesson over and over again and not clicking forward and then wondering why I'm not advancing in my Russian studies and I'm only stuck at the alphabet. Well, I'm here to learn a lesson, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell you have a thing about that one. <laughs> yeah, I could, no, because, it, because for me, it really screwed my life up, that whole... And it was one of my, one of my mentors that called me out on it. Um, God, how many years ago? doesn't matter. But he just looked at me and he just said... Dan, when are you going to finish school already? Hmm. Because I was making a similar mistake in different variations, like different packaging mm-hmm. over and over and over again. And I was like, oh, well, you know, just another lesson. Like, oh, yeah, river of change. And he's like, bro, like, when, it, when, it, when are you going to finish school? And that was my wake-up call. Oh, my God. I literally have unconsciously been playing out the same pattern over and over again, mm-hmm. not creating any change under the guise of learning a lesson. Mm-hmm. So if I was going to play a little devil's advocate, and I'm not sure how much devil's advocate this really is, um, because I think I actually agree with it, but it sounds to me like you actually learned the lesson. Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> but did the lesson have to be learned? Because the lesson was the lesson that was learned was... Stop, stop, learning I, lessons. stop learning lessons. In which, so, well, well, it's kind of like, it's, the, same it's like, it's it's like, like the same answer to the question, well, how long does it take for a manifestation to show up? Well, it takes as long as it takes. It takes as many times going through it as it takes to go through it. Yeah, but we're not talking about people that are, we're talking about, well, I am talking about those who are unconsciously playing out the same patterns. And that, that is a pattern that they're playing out. It's hidden behind the story that they're learning a lesson. Mm-hmm. And yes, in the moment that they wake up to that, they learn a lesson, but then they don't have to go back to the same lesson anymore. Sure. Oh, yeah. In which case, it's still done. Either right. way, they're done with that original lesson. Absolutely. Yeah. Albeit it's through a lesson, which is how we learn anyway. I guess my question is, is along the lines of, does the first 25 times that you got caught in the loop count, or is it only the last time that counts when you finally caught it? It all counts, but do you have to keep counting? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting point. <laughs> and I mean, the thing is, it's like we learn from our mistakes, but wouldn't it be cool to not have to make that mistake to learn? Oh, I agree. Yeah. Right? I, I think that's part of what we are trying to do as, as conscious creators. We're trying to learn how to stop making the same mistakes over and over again, how to focus in the way we really want to be focusing with the kinds of results we really want to get mm-hmm. and noticing where we are ending up, you know, <laughs> focusing on those old subconscious uh, programs that we didn't realize we were focusing on. I mean, yeah, that's part of what we're trying to learn. Mm. I agree with that. Yeah. I I'm one of those people. I don't think any of it is, is wasted. 
Oh, yeah, none of it's wasted, yeah. except for the time that you can't get back. Mm. Although the stream would say, f- depends on what your perspective is. From the perspective yeah, if you zoom out, there's lifetime, nothing there's, wasted. Yeah, it's yeah. 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 So was it wasted? <laughs> I mean, if we zoom out, all of this is nonsense anyway, because it's a fleeting flick. Yes. All of it. But here we are having being led by a narrative or writing a narrative. And if in this lifetime we want to be led by the narrative, there's nothing wrong with that. Go and repeat the same lesson over and over again until you die. Fine. Mm -hmm. But if we're here having this conversation, then obviously our intention for this run in a meat suit is to do it consciously, in which case to do so, we need to break the pattern of doing it so regularly unconsciously. If it so happens on this lifetime, we end up not breaking it. Okay, cool. We get another run anyway. Mm-hmm. But what, what are we, what are we wanting to do? Do we mm. want to just be a victim of fate and buzz around in the waters of chance? Or do we want to consciously choose what we're creating? Well, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. You know, so that's it for me personally. I've, ch- I've made the choice that I want to step into mastery. And so there are things that I'm not doing anymore once I've been made aware of they've been brought to my awareness for me my work is supporting people that want to do that there are plenty of people that aren't interested in change i see them all the time i don't have time for you sorry (laughs) not in a bad way but what's the point there are people that will hear your sob stories there are people that will validate your victim narratives there are people that will hold your hand whilst you keep running across the road without looking i personally on this run have made a conscious choice to do something different sure Mm -hmm. i'll catch you next lifetime but that's me Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a great set of choices, actually. I'm a firm believer in learning from other people's mistakes. <laughs> so I don't have to do it myself. Like, I'm, a, I'm one of those I'll people. I'll take though, your mistake, buddy. Right? Like, I'm one I'll of take Alex for mistakes for $25, please. <laughs> I don't really uh, get into much, but like, I, if somebody asks me a question, but like, oh, don't do that. My boy did that. And let me tell you, it didn't work out well. But you never really hear a story and say, oh, I did that, and let me tell you. No. Mm-hmm. It's always my boy, my homegirl, one or the other. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm perfect or don't do anything wrong. I'm just saying. Of <laughs> I We're avoid a lot, of, a lot of the bullshit by just going with what other people have done and avoiding it. Yeah. And there's something to be said for the beauty of not needing to repeat a mistake that someone else has made for you. Yeah. Uh, it's great to learn from somebody else's mistakes when you can. I mm. think it's also some form of insanity to do the same thing that somebody else did and expect a different result. Yes, I mean, yes. you can't, you can because you're a different person, but. You are welcome like, to do it that way. Or you can <laughs> stop being a turd. Very funny. That's just my thoughts anyway. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's take this and tie it into the question that Avi wrote because we had like a one minute answer to it, but let's tie it into that. We're talking about the, the ways, the kind of strategies and the the tactics that we're taking with dealing with these subconscious tapes that keep playing and Mm -hmm. are we going to handle them? Are we going to do anything about them? If we do something about them, what are we going to do? Okay. Applying it to the world of people watching or listening to negative stuff on social media, let's apply it. How, would, how do we do it? You guys applied it pretty quickly by saying, 
Well, I'm just you not know? paying attention to it. That's a pretty damn good strategy, <laughs> just, by the way. Someone that cu- I usually... just, just curate. I mean, if you're a master of your life, you should be cu- curating what your life is. I'm, I'm ruthless about curating it. You're a douchebag. Bye, Felicia. You Fact. post negative stuff. Block, Felicia. You keep <laughs> repeating your victim stuff. Talk to someone else, Felicia. That's what oh, I do. Memorials. You could do that. Social happens. media, it's even easier. Mute. Mute, Block. right. <laughs> Delete. Delete account. Unfriend. Unfollow. All or, of just, or just populate your stuff with positive stuff. There are plenty of positive people. I mean, yeah. I found it recently. Accident me guy in my program which I went this other day I accidentally followed some people I didn't know that they were into some weird points of view that I don't really drive with unfollow really really easy mm-hmm. really easy someone retweets something that I don't like I don't look at it really oh, easy be like Billy Billy sees something he doesn't <laughs> like Billy gets on with his bloody life <laughs> <laughs> Billy is smart. It's like, really? I don't really, it's not really And also create the stuff that you want to see on your timeline because the algorithm will eventually cater to you. So if you don't want to see negative stuff, don't post negative stuff. Yeah. you don't want to see politics, don't post about politics. Post memes. It's as simple as that. It's really easy. And and unfollowing and and muting and all that kind of stuff is certainly a quick way to to get there. Um, There are sometimes I like to just kind of stretch myself and just, plain ignore I don't, mm-hmm. I don't hit any of the buttons i just you know close facebook go away yeah. from it you know well that's not facebook's fault why are you punishing facebook who says i'm punishing facebook i'm rewarding walt <laughs> <laughs> you can do both <laughs> infinite possibilities i mean i, I actually think I'm, I'm i know i'm in the minority on this one in a gigantic gargantuan way but i actually like spending time away from social media <laughs> It's not my as, we, as we've seen when we tried to send you messages. <laughs> well, now you know why it takes so long to respond. Yeah, you're busy just curating your life. I mean, yeah, a, bit, a, bit, a bit selfish, if you ask me. Yeah. Thank you he very much. He's in a different time zone, and he responds to me immediately. I, mean, I appreciate that. I, I, I think being selfish is a good thing. So it is you. a good thing. Oh, more, more people need to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just don't think of it as a negative like many people do. Yeah, well, people use that word wrong, I think. Well, I think they're misdirecting it. They're, they're, what, what they mean by selfish is you're malicious, you're you're hateful, you're you're, you're behaving in a way that is just nasty and mean, and that, that's not selfish. It's like, no, you're being all about yourself, and I don't like it because it's not about me right now. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah. That's basically what it is. Like, yeah. So that's that's projecting. Like, yeah. I got a problem, right. so it's your fault. Mm-hmm. And yeah. also just being a sort of being a punk and not accepting responsibility that you have a choice. Right. Yes. I'm sad. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> That's a nice gonna, circularity. We just came back to choice again. That's good. I'm going to leave you to be sad and go continue to be happy. See you at the beach, Felicia. Right. <laughs> or not. <laughs> or don't crowd my beach with your clouds. And just, that, to me, is what's so cool, is when, when you do that, well, at least when I do that, even if I'm not blocking and muting and all that kind of stuff, they really do go away. I mean, law of attraction works anyway, even if I don't do the mute button. I'd agree. Mm-hmm. It just kind I'd of agree. goes away. I mean, ultimately, you're right. Ultimately, you can curate your environment by curating yourself, because you're going to experience things at a vibrational match to where you're at. Exactly. 
Mm-hmm. But here we come to the unconsciousness again. Again, that choice about who you are is happening 90, 90% of the time at an unconscious level, which is just playing out the instructions that we gave it consciously. So if any time you come out of conscious awareness and slip back into a program perhaps that you didn't like, then it can pop out. So having these tools to be able to deal with stuff that does come up as echoes of the past is is powerful, but ultimately the most powerful thing that we can do is to choose who we're at and that who we're at responds with what we want to experience. Right. Because I mean, the ultimate part is we're living now. So we get to choose now what we're going to experience now mm-hmm. all the time. And to heck with what the, I mean, the programs are all then they aren't now, <laughs> mm. you know? So even if you got a program playing that you don't like, you just go back to now. Mm. No, so I don't like the program that's playing there. Well, okay, well I'm done. Mm. Move on to the next thing. <laughs> it's just, yeah, I'm not going to hang up on it. Whereas, what people often do, and this is a conscious choice, they consciously choose. I'm going to complain about the fact that that program is still playing, mm-hmm. and I'm going to keep going back to that program that is still playing. That's also another conscious choice. And then again, I'm going to go back to that program consciously, and then mm-hmm. I'm going to say that I did unconsciously because I did it so quickly that I didn't pay any attention to what I was <laughs> doing. But it was really, it was my subconscious mind that was controlling me while I consciously chose to actually go pay attention to it. Well, it's a dance between consciousness and unconsciousness, right? Yeah. But ultimately, I mean, for me, the, one of the reasons why I like to bring the unconscious mind into it is because the unconscious mind is capable of doing a lot of the heavy lifting. So when you bring the unconscious into it, then you end up having a lot of stuff done for you without you needing to be conscious all the time. You're supported. Yeah, you're talking about using the subconscious, unconscious mind to your benefit. Yeah. Right. Taking advantage of that automation, so to speak, and mm-hmm. automating parts of your life that you really, really don't want to spend all your time focusing on. You just want the benefit out of it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you set it up. Yeah, that's a winning formula. Definitely. Because that's always going to produce the kind of result you really, really want. Now, there are opportunities that come along. To decide, well, did I really set the program the way I wanted to? I got a result I didn't really expect, so maybe I need to tweak a little bit. Maybe I need to kind of give it a slight variation. But that, that to me, is also conscious. That's choice. It's choice, yeah. Yeah. So uh, maybe that's just part of waking up. Maybe that's, that's part of being enlightened, right? Being enlightened. Did you, did you just do it? Enlightened. Too enlightened. Oh, you did it. Enlightened. We had a walk by. <laughs> Being enlightened is literally making conscious choices more often. Mm. I'd agree. Yeah. So once That's again, me. it's conscious. Mm. Mastery is being able to live a kick-ass life regardless of whether you've made stuff happen consciously or unconsciously that you don't like. Yeah. Not being a slave to what's happened in the past. Exactly. Yeah. Slowly getting there. Mm. Which is actually, for me, that's a very hopeful thing. Because mm. I recall what it felt like at the beginning of beginning to understand this stuff and realizing, oh my God, I got so many thoughts I don't like, I have to master. <laughs> this is going to take forever. And then finding I didn't have to worry about that. All I had to do was just go after them one at a time and eventually mm-hmm. I would work through until I got to the point where wow, the subconscious thoughts aren't haunting me anymore. Mm. How cool. It's just a journey, a journey, right? Yeah. And that journey is not only ongoing, well, that's where the polarity comes in, right? 
because mm-hmm. we like to, to dip our toes into that negativity every once in a while, just to kind of <laughs> mess things up a little bit. Well, that's, that's, that's the, that's the contrast as well that the stream always talks about. Yeah. Contrast is part and parcel of what adds the flavor to the experience, so they say. And we come here, according to them, and I, I'm actually beginning to buy into this. We come here in order to not only dip our stream in, or, yeah, dip our stream, dip our toes in the stream, but sometimes dive in over our heads. Mm-hmm. We actually do that. And by the way, that was a <clears throat> conscious choice. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> I think for me, I, I understand what you're saying, Daniel. I think you're making um, excellent points, actually. Um, just for me, I, I have taken on what Cindy calls, Cindy Chavez calls radical responsibility. Yeah, I, 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 I love that. For all of my thoughts. Well, that's step one of beyond intention as well. Like yeah, step well, one you, of yeah, like exactly. beyond intention. When you, when you go to accept, uh, level seven of accept is everything. everything. No, no corners. No, like you, ultimately. And that's how I aim to live my life also. Yeah. Just like the best way. Just like step two is radical love and acceptance, as in recognizing that there's nothing to forgive anyway. So I never have to say sorry. (laughs) Oh, snap. But I also never have to see you again if you're that kind of grade of human. Damn. I've never been by Felicia. Yeah, I, I let everybody be themselves. I just don't have to be there while they're doing it. That's true. <laughs> Good point. Good point. I also live my life that way. Yeah, sometimes you just have to tell somebody, hit the road, Jack. I mean, I'm done with you. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. Mm. Peace out, boys. Vacate my space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a I healthy mean, thing, too. Again, there's this whole thing... Um, as we're going through this thing that we call life, there are going to be opportunities to set boundaries and opportunities to accept boundaries that other people have set about us. There are some people that have dropped me out at different times. I speaking, I've got some friends visiting at the moment and we were speaking last night about a guy that I thought was going to be my best friend forever. And he dropped me out one day. Mm. Very weird explanation, but I had to respect, okay, you're a bit superstitious. That happened. That happened. I respect that. No mm. harm, no foul, not crapping on the guy. He made a choice. There's people I've dropped out. It's exactly the same sure. thing. So do you in letting other people be them? I think it's just a, a very low energy consuming way of experiencing life. It's also the respectful way, I think. Because I like you, you demonstrate respect for that person by saying, well, yeah, I was kind of hoping we hang out, but if you got to go your own way, you got to go in your own way. I'm, I'm willing to let you do that. You know, mm-hmm. I have enough respect for you that it may not have been my choice, but mm-hmm. it's yours and mm-hmm. I respect your choice. Yeah. Well, also that's what you want too, because if it was the other way around and you decided to cut somebody off and you want them to respect your decision and not become a stalker. Yeah. No kidding. You know, so you get what you get. And again, we're looking at, you know, making the unconscious conscious. he's looking for twilight zone music (laughs) and you know being i'm always about the intention is what am i what is the intention behind me dropping this person out 
also what's the intention be- behind me bringing this person in to my life? Mm-hmm. I, I regularly do a clean sweep. I'm like, okay, what, what are we adding to each other? Mm. Am I just leeching from you? In which case, let me create space. Are you just leeching from me? In which case, let me just create space and direct, redirect the energy somewhere else. Because a lot of the energy that we could be using to create something more lovely is spent just soaked up in that gunk. Gunk of other people's stuff, other people's opinions, whether other people vote one way or another. I'm not going to say it. Don't worry, guys. I'm not going to say it. But um, <laughs> all of that all of that stuff, <laughs> it just pulls away from our energy to create. Right. Uh, since, since you gave me the segue, I'm, I'm going to take advantage because Jenny was posting a couple of things in uh, the live chat a while back. She, had, she raised the question, going back to the VP debate, was the fly the only thing of substance in the debate? And my response is going to be, it's politics. It has no substance. Big facts. So, yes, it was the only thing of substance. The rest of it was just, you know. What about right? the social contracts and liberty and democracy? <laughs> yeah, we couldn't care less. <laughs> and that's why you are probably just whatever. You know, you don't care. <laughs> no. I, Alex I gives the zero Fs about politics. Say that again, sorry? I said Alex gives zero Fs about politics. Well, <laughs> but if somebody I know decides to run for something, I'll vote for them because they're my peoples. But other than that, I could not care less. Okay. A very healthy attitude, I would say. I Other people would get them. upset about you, but, you know. Because I feel like you can't complain if you're, if you're not going to vote. So I still vote. So you can have the right to complain, Stephanie? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Y'all started this problem. I don't care about politics, but I was not responsible for that. You did that, and I voted for the other guy. (laughs) I do like I do like to make informed decisions, and I do participate in voting. But there's integrity at least. I don't get caught up in all the rigmarole of all of all the drama of what's going on on the news right now. It's just I would be a totally stressed out person with like 75 gray hairs if I paid attention to all that stuff. See? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Well, at least you're in integrity about it. Thank you. (laughs) I am who I am, and that's all that is. I earned every one of these white hairs, every single one of them. Good for you. Yeah. You can have some integrity also. For repeating the same thing over and over again. But it's also how I, how I, you know, deal with it emotionally. Okay, I, yeah, I, I earned all of them. What am I going to do? Cry about it? No. You know. It looks good on you. Yeah, that's so quite fetching. I was going to say, yeah. I couldn't picture you any other way. You've only known me this way. Exactly. <laughs> that's the point, right? <laughs> if you came down the street with with brown hair one day, I don't know what I'd do. You'd probably. Well, I'd probably that. walk right past you because I don't know you. You didn't know me, yeah, uh, <laughs> right? Who is that guy? <laughs> Well, he's super tall. I always, me and my mom are always pointing out tall people that are taller than her. So it's, oh, really? it's always a thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, look at that tall guy. <laughs> how, how tall are you, Alex, again? I'm five, seven and a half, and my mom's six feet. Oh, wow. Amazonian. So if they're taller than her, they're, they're worth pointing out. Amazonian. Amazonian. Yeah. 
No, you didn't get to meet her. Yeah, wow. she was working when you were here. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize she was six foot. Wow. Yep, she's up there. Very cool. <laughs> I'm right. actually the shortest in the family. Wow. Which is something. Five, seven and a half isn't exactly short. You know? Yeah. My dad my was sisters five, would hate you. <laughs> my, my sisters would hate you. Why? Because I'm too tall or too short? My sisters start at like five foot and a quarter or something. Oh. Like, they count the quarters. <laughs> they count the quarters? Okay. <laughs> they count the quarters. Yeah, that's when you know you're short, when you count the quarters. <laughs> my my sister, uh, whenever she used to, she would meet like someone that I was dating, she would decide whether she could be friends with them based on whether she was taller than them or, or not, one of my sisters. It's a it's a thing. It's a whole thing. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're a certain sense. height, I mean, that's going to really limit your, your social life. Yeah. <laughs> it's a thing, though. It's a thing. Yeah. I mean, the little people will end up with lots of friends, but still, you know, you've just cut out a large chunk of the population. <laughs> I'm going to stay out of that one because my sisters might be listening. <laughs> and small people are ferocious. <laughs> I judge people on whether we can share clothes or not. Wow. Yeah. I've not I've not had that one as a basis yeah. of judgment before. The, which is I have one female friend. Okay. Yeah. Well good. And, I, <laughs> and the weird thing is is we can't share clothes actually. <laughs> <laughs> we can't share clothes. We're not the same size and she's in Japan, so it doesn't work out. But so, so the one basis for the friendship isn't even there. <laughs> it's not a one basis, it's just oh, a okay, basis. Good. Oh yeah, this is your it's friend. One basis, bro. <laughs> it's, it's one basis. Let's just cut to the chase. No, there's also the "Do you like pineapple on your pizza?" thing. Was I have a lot of bases. Okay, so do pineapples get to be your friend or not? I mean, depends how short they are. <laughs> my friend is very wow. short and also likes pineapples on pizza, but I, it, I didn't know that until it was too late. Oh wow! So you're 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 anti anti pineapples. I'm anti pineapples. I am. Why? Because fruit don't belong on pizza. <laughs> That's your. Yeah. Belief. Yes, and my belief is my reality. Therefore, it don't belong on pizza. So here's the question: Does she consciously or unconsciously repeat that behavior? Oh wow! Here comes the salt bay. <laughs> Here comes the walk bay. <laughs> Here comes the walk bay. <laughs> I don't know whether it's conscious or unconscious. Well, actually, no, it is conscious because when I was on dating apps, let me tell you, that was my icebreaker question. Really? Do you, do you like pineapples on? What do you think of pineapple on pizza? Okay. Oh, so you trick them into not even knowing how you're going to yes. receive it. Yes. So you, they just need to tell the truth. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Has anybody tried to change their answer when they found out your oh, yeah. beliefs? Oh, yep. Yep. <laughs> Have you ever done a double negative on someone? <laughs> Explain how that would like a double, Like a double dash. So, like, you'll say, so what are your thoughts of pineapple on pizza? And they'll say, like, uh, And then you go, yeah. Uh, oh, really? Oh, I like it. Oh, cool, yeah. Like, like that. <laughs> Have you ever done that? No, only because usually the, that part of the conversation is via text. I'd still do that by text. Stutter? Is that the idea? I'd still do that it's by text. It's hard to hear a stutter. It's hard to hear a, you know. I'd still do it by text. But I'm a, I'm a poo hole in that regard. 
I do do double negatives when I'm like, oh, you're never not wrong. Mm. Yeah. I like to mess with people. And they'll be like, wait, what? Oh, wait, thank wait, you. What? Thank you. <laughs> right? <laughs> the, the time I learned about double negatives, quick segue into a dan a tangent, was segue when to um, a tangent. <laughs> when um, one Don't of my teachers, what are you doing? I ain't doing nothing. Not doing nothing. So what are you doing? <laughs> and then I was like, Wow! I love that one. Wow, you got me. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait for you to have kids. This is great. <laughs> Oh no, I, I, they can wait because they're about to, they're about to get a whole, a whole new grade of stuff. <laughs> I feel sorry for Ariana sometimes. <laughs> Do you? My little experiment. My like, little okay, you, you want to act like a 14 year old? Okay, you could be grounded like a 14 year old. We're going Fact, back in the swimming no. pool now. No! <laughs> you want to answer, you want to answer back like a 14 year old? Okay, you can have your iPad confiscated like a 14 year old. Mm-hmm. See, now this is going to be a good conversation to have on record for about, you know, five to ten years from now when she's actually the 14-year-old. And she's now at the point where she can mess with Dan's mind all that she wants to. And she can like, try. Ha, 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 I, I got you now. She, she can try. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Dan's got this whole parenting thing down. He's ready. Not, not even parenting, just humans. Human <laughs> psychology. <Yeah. laughs> parenting, I would not make any claims, but human psyche, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll bat. <laughs> All day, every day, we'll play. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, he's got a new book out. He does? Yeah, it, just, it popped up on my Audible. I was like, hmm. Talking it might be what? actually up our alley. I forget the app. What is the name of it? It's basically about um, how to accomplish, how how to manifest what you want in 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 business. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Coming from him, yeah, I think yeah. so. It, is it called "Let Me Explain"? No, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> 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 I'll look it up and send you guys the link. Please look it up. Yeah. Another success book coming our way. Yeah, um, where where do people get the right to do success books? I don't think there's any right involved. I think they just, just declare I'm going to do it. You know, yeah, you know, you just click click the little uh, Amazon button. There it is. Because there's a lot of people who are authors nowadays. Okay. Yes, there's a lot it's of a little too who, easy. There's a lot of people who are authors who don't sell anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this also. And the odd thing is, selling something rarely has anything to do with the quality of the material. Facts. It has to do with the word of mouth of the people that know or don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had um, a friend of mine. He's like, how did you get best a best-selling book? I've done five books. No, no. What did you do? Uh, wrote a best-selling book. Like, bro, he's such a strategy, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's asking for your strategy, and you're like, nah, bro. Nah, bro. This is mine. You do yours. <laughs> I've, I've been, I've been in the trenches. Yeah. I've had people lying to me about buying my book, and oh my god, it's so amazing! I read it. It's great. 
Really? Did you? Because the survey says you're a liar. I never pay attention to five-star reviews. I only pay attention to one-star reviews. They're the only thing that really tell you anything. Yeah, I do that too. Yeah, they say that someone's a hater is what they say. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. they say a lot of different possibilities. What they're, what they're really saying is, what's the one thing that I get most upset about where this product is concerned? Mm-hmm. And once I know what the one thing is, I can evaluate and say, well, is that's it worth time? Be. it's got to be pretty good. Right. Or, oh, that sounds really terrible. I think I'm staying away from it. Yeah. But, but you get more information, I think, out of the mm-hmm. one-star reviews. I agree. That's the first thing I click on when I'm on Amazon is the one-star reviews. Yeah. I don't read a lot of them because I don't want to, you know. Yeah, I don't want to sit here and hear about how great it is. I'm pretty sure it's great. That's why I clicked on it. (laughs) But I need to know what's wrong with it. And like Walt said, am I willing to deal with it? I mean, some cases it's, well, Amazon screwed up the packaging. Well, if that's all it is, heck, I mean, the product can't be all that bad. Then, (laughs) That's the worst you could say is that Amazon screwed up the packaging, you know. I only read the reviews now just in case I do I make a mistake and Olga's going to complain. Otherwise, I sort of just go with my gut. And if yeah. there's a problem, I send it back. Mm. Yeah, but um, I don't know. It's a lot of energy to send something back. Not yeah. so much anymore. Now they have like Kohl's options and now they have uh, UPS will come to your house and take it back. So that's cool. I just expect it's going to be okay. And then every now and then there's a doozy, but not that often. Mm-hmm. Well, see, in my case, it's always, yeah, the product sucked or something broke, but here's your money back and keep it anyway. Yeah, I get that one a lot as well. Yeah, so I'm cool with it. <laughs> yeah, I, ha- I did have a problem with there's a particular type of travel toothbrush that I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they last a couple of months. It's like it vibrates, the Oral-B mm-hmm. Pulsar. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. But there was like one kind of Pulsar that the, the whole thing of it must be defective because every time I've got a pack of four of these ones, one of them's been a doozy at least. Oh, so out of I just, a pack of so four? I, yeah, one of so them. One out of four isn't good. Oddly enough, they just stopped working really quickly. So mm-hmm. I just stopped getting that kind of pulsar and got another kind instead. There you go. Realm salt. Yeah. Not I enough. actually experimented and, and uh, went for the ultrasonic. I decided to try ultrasonic toothbrushes. And oh, how is that for you? I actually like what it's doing to my teeth. I, my teeth look better using them but it's really weird yeah is that the one that squirts water as well in between um not the brand that i have you can get them to do that but literally the ultrasonic thing does nothing that you can see here taste smell or touch you so can't just, detect it so, so you're just so, having faith that your teeth are cleaner pretty much yeah so <laughs> so so hang on what does it look like do it looks like it looks like a, a an electronic an electric toothbrush just like any other electric toothbrush but when you put it in your mouth it doesn't do anything you just hold it on the tooth, which is really weird. And it so just you're not even po- doing tiny circles, Devin? Nothing. I mean, they actually have a little vibration and, and some lights and some sounds just so you can know when to move to the next tooth. But none of that does anything. None of that does anything at all. The only thing that does anything is an ultrasonic that you can't hear, you can't detect, you can't see it doing anything. So literally, you just hold it there for six seconds, and you hold it to the next tooth for six seconds. And it just pulsates and just, like, lasers at the bag from the teeth. It, it isn't even a laser. It, it's, it's ultrasonic. It's basically vibrating it. It's vibrating it loose. <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> it does sound very cool. Off your teeth. 
but it, 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 the first few times you have this enormous desire to start brushing. Yeah. So which you're not supposed to do. Out of that habit. Because if, if you if you do that, you actually screw it up because then the ultrasonic pulse can't actively stay where it's supposed to stay. Oh. So you have to hold it still. So how long did it take you to get out of that brushing habit? I was able to do it from the first try. Okay. It, it took some effort. Wolf, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I had to be really conscious about it. And yeah. when I was done, I said to myself, so what did it do? But your teeth feel cleaner. They say that you can test that. I've never been able to detect the difference from before brush and after brush. Where I can detect the difference is looking at over like three months. Because okay. I've had about three months now. And my mm -hmm. teeth are definitely whiter than they were three months ago. Doing nothing else. Okay. So I know it's working. But day to day, I don't know what it's doing. I can't tell. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. It is crazy. But now I want one. It, it also makes me wonder... Well, what happens if they come up with a way for you to do it as like a mouthpiece? You know, because right now you have to do it one tooth at a time. Well, why not just come up with something that does your entire mouth, front and back, teeth? I think that's the next step because they've already got the whitening things that do that. Yeah. So why not this? No, I suspect <laughs> the main reason why they haven't done it is just the toothbrush is like $225. You know, oh, so, well. so, you know, that one's probably like $1,500, which is probably yeah. why I haven't done it yet. You know, but I think it's where we're going to go. I think it's eventually going to happen. Ultrasonic, how dentists brush their teeth. <laughs> and I love the, I'll tell you what, my gums are coming back like, like you wouldn't believe. Oh. Because I'm not beating up, up with the brush anymore. Smart. I didn't think right? about that. Part. Yeah. So it's weird, but I'm liking it. I'm liking the result. The hardest okay. part is holding the toothbrush there. Oh. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> I would forget where tooth I was on in how many seconds. So I would just sit there and be like, I feel like I'm done, but I feel like I missed a tooth. Well, that's why they have the little vibrator in the sound because it's time to go off every six seconds. And when, when you get a little beep, you go to the next tooth. So you just work your way along one tooth to the next. Okay. Yeah. But I've turned all that off. I mean, I, I there's a light and I can look at the light if I want to, but I don't even look at that. I just count to six. Gangsta. Yeah. Hmm. So. So you I don't need you, Mr. Buzz. I got to count. One, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six. Get it. One. <laughs> in the gym, you know? <laughs> anyway. I'm doing my tooth exercises. <laughs> I made fun of my brother for that one because he's a personal trainer. And I said, bro, your job is to count to 10 every day. Go away from me. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's not very nice. No, he started it, though. <laughs> but so, we're we're like that. We go back and forth. It's it's like that. Okay. So it's yeah. it's friendly is what you're saying. Yes, friendly fire. Yes. Okay. Always okay. with my yeah. It's like little friendly trash talk. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but he does think about it all. He does is count to ten with every single client every single day. He also inspires people. Yes, he definitely does. Too. Especially students. He specializes in student athletes. Okay. Yeah. That doesn't really help with the counting thing, though. <laughs> it doesn't, but it's okay. It's my brother. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, well, we're winding down. I have to make sure I do something that I forgot to do yesterday, and that is remind people to tell a friend to tell a friend about the LOA Today app, because that's how we're getting more of it out there. And, oh, by the way, I think I mentioned it briefly yesterday, but it's looking like now we are going to get LOA Today on local cable access here in Simsbury, Connecticut, starting in November. And I am working out the details with uh, the head of the station, but it is going to happen. And once it happens there... I'm going to have it happen in other places and build up my own little network. Ooh. Ooh. Well, congratulations, The Walt Bay Network. Yeah. In fact, I can see this actually becoming a new marketing method. Are we going to be calling it the Walt Bay Network? The Walt Bay Network. (laughs) I don't think that really works as a name. We'll have to come up. We'll have to work on the name. I mean, yeah, sure, but, you know, the name doesn't quite do it. Nice to know that my my contribution is being respected. I do respect it. I just don't like it. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, isn't that uh, the point you were making earlier? You know? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. That's exactly what I was saying earlier. You've got to go hurt. crime. Now. Oh, dear. <laughs> go cry. I'm going to do it right here so that Walt can feel the pain of it. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It's like, I ain't, I ain't going to, I don't care, bro. You can like cry one, one one button, I can make you go away. So it's yeah. not really an issue. <laughs> yeah. This is this is not a complicated choice. <laughs> and if it goes on too long, I can always say, "We'll see you all next time here on Day. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>